Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, the Cabinet is to meet today and they're expected to sign off on a proposal that would end all COVID restrictions by October 22nd this year, more than 18 months after they began. It's expected that the 6th of September will see live music back in venues. And joining us, we have a number of guests, beginning with Adam Higgins, who writes on politics for the Irish Sun newspaper and uh, has been chatting to us over the last couple of months uh, as to how all of these developments are happening and the impact that they're having on you. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Joe. So we heard um, Junior Minister in Limerick TD Niall Collins on Live 95 News uh, with Gillian uh, there um, and his main note of caution was we shouldn't automatically assume, although it has been the government's line that it is clearly the intention over the summer and again now over the next few weeks of this new plan to pause or to go back, that that could still happen. They're obviously worried about the uncertainty around COVID figures. Yes, you're right. And I was speaking to people at the meeting there yesterday that went on for quite a number of hours. Um, Every bit of information that was given regarding dates and restrictions being lifted All of it came with the same message tacked on to the end of it, that this was contingent on two things. The first thing was hitting that 90% of over 16s fully vaccinated, and we're expected to get to that target at some stage next week. And the second thing was that COVID cases remain manageable. Now, I'm told there was an out of caution expressed at that meeting, and, and the likes of Scotland and Israel were held up as examples of where the vaccine campaign has very much progressed, but that case numbers have continued to climb recently. So there was a note of caution there and I think you'll see that as well in some of the Taoiseach's speech today. It very much won't be, you know, it's all over, it's coming to the end. It'll be talk about a different phase of the pandemic and how responsibility will, instead of being on the government's response with restrictions and policy, it'll be on personal individuals with their own responsibility. So how seriously can we take the dates that they're going to set out for various further easings this evening? I would take them very seriously because, I mean, we know over the past this year alone that the government doesn't want to give dates and then have to roll back on them. We've seen that happen with the publicans. We've seen how much trouble that caused the, the government. So I think these dates are pretty much set in stone unless cases can, like, I mean, really get out of hand. And we know, the government knows at the moment that cases are going up. They expect them to plateau at some stage in September and then come down in October as they hope the Delta wave comes to an end. Now, them dates, let's just run through a couple of them. The September the 6th there is the return of live music. We've spoken on this show a couple of times about how important that is for the amount of jobs and, and people that need to get out and get back to work because they remain one of the sectors that's still closed. They're coming back now with a different sort of capacity limit. Now, there's different numbers kicked around after the meeting last night. But as far as I understand it, it will be a 75% capacity limit on outdoor venues and 60% on indoor venues contingent on the vaccine pass system being used. That one's quite interesting because when it comes to Crow Park and the All-Ireland Final, will the capacity for the All-Ireland Final be increased? That's something that I'm sure we'll get clarity on today. Right. And then you're talking about a return to work over the weekend. The suggestion was that that would start on a phased basis, back to offices and the like from the 13th of September. But it now looks as though to be a week later from the 20th of September. 
That's right. September 20th, this is the big return for Ofsted. And, and again, that phase basis was uh, the language that was coming out of the meeting yesterday. No clarity on what that means. We know the uh, Transport Minister, Eamon Ryan, earlier in the week said it would start with the younger people and newer people in the office. We, we've yet to get detail on how that phased approach is going to be worked. Um, and also on the September 20th, you're going to see a return of indoor sports and indoor activities. You know, things like dance classes, bowling, basketball, a lot of clubs that people will be really missing over the, the last year or so that they've been closed. And then the final date, October 22nd, the big day for Ireland, all remaining restrictions lifted and we're going to move to this personal responsibility model. And that's full capacity venues. It looks like the curfew that's on the hospitality industry, the 11.30pm rule will go and nightclubs will finally get to reopen then as well. Now I'm told there will be one test nightclub event in in a Dublin nightclub um, at some stage in September to make sure that you know it doesn't right. see a, a massive spike and, in cases. And Adam, is it true that you will be first in the queue for that test event? <laughs> yeah, if I can get a ticket. <laughs> uh, public transport, is it back to 100% later this week? Wednesday is back to 100%. Yeah, they're very keen to get 100% back on um, public transport ahead of the schools reopening and the, the return of the office on September 20th because they understand that, look, they don't want to see a massive you know, traffic jams in places all over the country, especially in the city centres, the likes of Limerick, Cork and Dublin. So we're looking at the public transport. We'll, that's likely to kick in tomorrow and then we'll see... Um, hopefully no traffic jams back into the office then when they, when they get to reopen on September 20th. Right, and one of the toughest parts about a phased return to the office, and as you say, the detail of this would have to be supplied, is social distancing. I mean, currently in offices, as we well know here, they're expecting two metres social distancing. Would that be reduced at all? That's something that we'll have to get clarity on today. I know from October 22nd when we were asking last night, look, so when you say all restrictions, does that mean social distancing gone? And they said the only thing that would remain in place would be the mask mandate and encouraging people to wash their hands and things like that. So that would indicate that social distancing will be gone in October. But if officers are going to come back in the 20th of September, are we going to have a month of social distancing in offices followed by that being lifted? Or are they going to just, you know, rip off the mandate and go with no social distancing from the 20th? That's something that we'll have to get clarity from the Taoiseach today when he does a press conference there. Because I suppose the point being that, you know, when you bring numbers back into offices and factories and you are saying to them at the same time, you must maintain two metres or classically no congregation, you know, in corridors or common areas or canteens, you're asking people who, in fairness, have not been in in offices for the last 18 months to do something that is completely against normal human behaviour. Yes, you're right. And I think a lot of people, it's important to say, won't want to return to their office yet. Not out of the how handy it's been to be at home during this, to work from home, but a lot of people will be nervous about returning to the office and returning to crowded settings and getting back on a bus and that sort of thing. And I think that's why they want to use this phased basis. You know, I think they're going to give offices a lot of leniency when it comes to working their system to get people back. And it's important to point out as well that this is quite a brave move from the government to return everybody to offices on September 20th, shortly after the schools return, full public transport. All of this happening at a time when they expected that the wave to be peaking. So, I mean, the government really has a lot of courage in the vaccine campaign not seeing a spike in hospitalizations or deaths. And it's something that then we're going to have to watch over the next few weeks. The other point is around close contacts. I mean, is there any sense at all about what they're going to do on that front? I'm thinking particularly of 
school children where they're largely unvaccinated at primary level and indeed creches. Um, and if a child reports, then others are expected to stay at home as close contacts because they're unvaccinated. So even though the parents might be fully vaccinated, are they going to be allowed to stay at home? Are they going to be allowed to carry on with their business? Do we know? That we, we haven't got clarity on that, and it's a very good question. And I think something that we saw in the UK was this pandemic as they tried to uh, get out of their restrictions, and it caused an awful lot of problems to the point where Boris Johnson eventually decided that if you were fully vaccinated, you no longer needed to isolate or, or if you were a close contact. Now, it's something that I'm sure the government have been watching the situation in the UK, won't want to repeat of that. But when it comes to school children, it's a very good point because cases are high at the moment. We know that the virus doesn't transmit well in amongst younger people, as in younger than 12. That's something Neffet have told us repeatedly and said that schools are safe places and, and that sort of thing. But no doubt some cases will still emerge. And when it comes to that, do, does a whole class have to go home? How does that work for parents then when they're trying to look after the kids? Because clearly they're not going to be able to get a child minder to come in and look after a kid who may or may not have COVID-19. So that's something that we'll have to get a little bit more clarity on today. So there is a lot of questions left to be asked about this roadmap. But um, I'm sure we'll get crystal clear clarity, hopefully, from the Taoiseach uh, a little later on when he comes down the steps of government buildings. Yeah, uh, Mick Dolan of uh, Dolan's just down the road from us here, a famous live venue in Limerick in the Midwest and very well known nationally as well. He's on the line. Good morning, Mick. Good morning, Joe. How are you? So are you optimistic then that uh, the plan as announced later this evening will allow you to get back to business as normal by end of October? Uh, Yes. I think so. I think look, the vaccination has gone so well. I mean, all our young people are, are you see them queuing up for the vaccination. I think, I think people will know that if we get vaccinated, we can go to gigs, we can go to wherever we like, and I go into bars or whatever. So I think the, the I think the that age profile are are on board, and I think that's something going forward. Is safety is obviously important, and I think they're they're taking that on board and that's why that's why the rate is so high of vaccination in Ireland better than anywhere in Europe Simley. and the fact that in the interim you will be asked to use the vaccine pass as, as a way of getting gigs back indoors you're comfortable with that too uh, but we've no choice we're licensed whatever rules is in we've been running the safe place right through the pandemic and we won't change from that but the rules will will be We'll be sticking by them and keeping people safe. That's what we'll be. Our staff and our customers. But we can't wait, Joe, to get some live music here. I can tell <laughs> I you that. It. And, and oh, I, I presume you've quite a few gigs lined up for November, December, January, etc. Absolutely. We're, we're, sure, we've, we've been rescheduling and rescheduling. So we've gigs for September. That We actually thought we'd be open a bit sooner, to be perfectly honest with you, Joe. But uh, what is to be is to be. So we're, we're looking forward to see what the uh, T-shirt has to say tonight. And we'll we'll have a meeting tomorrow and we'll look at what we're rescheduling and what we're not and what we're going ahead with and what we're changing. Because obviously, you know, Joe, we've different size venues. We can move things around. Yeah. So, and, and you make- know, we'll be able to work it, you know. What's the biggest lesson you've learned during the pandemic that you might actually hold on to in how you run your business? Uh, well, we, to be honest, Joe, we've done a lot of work. Like we, we've we've done a lot of work when we were closed down because I get bored very easily, so I had to keep working. <laughs> so uh, we've done a lot of we've we've uh, we've done a lot of work to make the place a better place when people come in. And we like we did a ventilator system in the place, which makes it very safe 
like we've eight to ten uh, air turns per minute in the in the premises at the moment. So, which is a huge uh, a huge plus for for this for any virus that's coming along. Yeah, so we're, we're happy enough. We we think like the only thing is people have the courage to go back, you know, into venues. Some people are still nervous, so we have to wait and see what happens on that on that scale, you know. Yeah. But from our point of view, we would be we will make sure people are safe. The other key point, of course, is will some bands be able um, to tour, you know, the fact that their businesses have been so badly affected and they've suffered so much, um, have support staff ended up in other industries and won't come back, even your own staff that mightn't have always been with you throughout the last 18 months? Yeah, um, a lot of people have left the industry for obvious reasons. People had mortgages, had families to feed have gone. Some of them will come back, some of them won't. Uh, we're lucky enough here with the people we have are actually still with us, so uh, we're comfortable who we have already. We're, we're actually ready to go, so um, we did a lot of streaming and stuff that kept um, kept them them going during the pandemic anyway, you know, so they're, they're here. Good. <laughs> ready to go, Good. chopping at this. It bans all the technical staff like they've had, it's just been horrific 18 months. I mean, it's just dropped. We're, we're, we're last man standing, really. I thought the airlines would be last, but, but it ended up us being last. But there you go, you know. Yeah. Or at least now, now we're getting word, we're open, we're looking forward to it. And uh, positive for me. Look, music is great for everybody, said. Puts everybody in good humour. You know yourself, Joe. Puts everybody in good humour. Puts and people can't wait to get out to a live live, live music again. Very you know? good. Very good. Okay, Mick Dolan, thank you very much from uh, Dolan's uh, Warehouse um, on the Dock Road. And uh, Billy Kelleher, Fianna Fáil MEP for this constituency, is on the line. Uh, good morning to you. Um, first of all, what's your sense of where we sit versus other parts of Europe with the unwinding of restrictions, how we're doing, and you want us to have an extra bank holiday, which I don't think any of us will complain about? Yeah, well, I think we're doing very well in terms of uh, vaccine uptake. I mean, we certainly are in a situation where, you know, we are reaching, reaching that critical mass and we're now into the very young cohort. So um, we, we are doing exceptionally well. I think a lot of European countries are looking at us uh, within the, in terms of the voluntary uptake of, of um, citizens, whereby they're actually coming forward on a voluntary basis without, you know, uh, being pushed through advertising campaigns, but they want to get vaccinated to um, protect themselves and protect society. So that's a very positive uh, we are definitely slower in um, unwinding restrictions, but equally, uh, some countries that did unwind uh, too quickly have had difficulties because they haven't had the vaccine uptake that um, w- we've had. And I just think that the other area where I think we should look at is the antigen testing. In view of the fact that we're lifting restrictions now, we're into a, um, a period of you know um, excitement, but also uncertainty. And I think you know when you look at uh, live music venues and all of these things that have been starved of um, their existence for the last 18 months that we do need maybe to put in place uh, systems that to allow them to open up um, with confidence uh, that they can t- continue uh, in, in, into the future. And I suppose that brings me, Joe, to why I'm, you know, I'm proposing that we would look at the concept of an additional bank holiday sometime in the autumn um, to assist the hospitality sector, the entertainment sector, I just believe that the Irish people have been through an awful lot. Uh, we certainly deserve, um, you know, uh, a bit of um, uh, leisure and entertainment. And more importantly, from the 
the industry's point of view, hospitality, entertainment, uh, tourism in general, uh, they have been through a horrendous time. And so be a nice way, I think, of well, uh, giving them something in advance of going yeah, into the winter, no, which would be a challenge anyway. Now, you, you're talking about this. It is something that's been floated a bit over the last 12 months or so. Is there any prospect of uh, the Taoiseach saying something about it tonight or it actually happening? Or is it one of those ideas that will disappear into the ether? Well, it's something that has been uh, spoken about for many, many years because Ireland actually has a very low number of bank holidays compared yeah. to... Our, uh, no, I appreciate that, but I'm country. talking about it specifically one-off. Yes, well, well I, 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 I don't know is the truth of the matter. I mean, I would like to think that the Taoiseach today will outline the restrictions and the lifting of same, but that sometime in the very near future as a way to, I suppose, uh, commemorate the fact that we are out of the emergency and we're into a new phase of living with COVID, that we might do something that would, more importantly, give real tangible support to the hospitality and tourism sector and entertainment sector uh, over the next number of months uh, due to the fact that they've been after yeah. a terrible time and they're facing into a winter, which is always challenging in Ireland anyway, from a tourism point well, of view. There's no question about that. That's a Billy Kelleher, MEP for Unifall. Thank you very much. And Adam Higgins of the Irish Sun, uh, before we let you go, uh, any prospect you think of an old bank holiday being announced? Well, um, Billy's proposal is something that we've uh, heard kind of rumoured amongst government buildings for the past 12 months. It seems to rear its head every every couple of weeks when things are, are looking well. But the government has originally said, both the last government and this government have said that they um, want to see some sort of memorial or commemoration for the people who have sadly passed away during the pandemic, whether that will be... Uh, you know, a statue or a day off or a bank holiday, we don't know. So we'll have to wait and see on that one. Okay. Well, Adam, we're likely to be chatting to you tomorrow because we will know for certain what the Taoiseach has said. He's due to address the nation yet again this evening around six o'clock. And I'd say he and everyone else would be uh, thankful if it's the last address to the nation we have for a while. Um, Thank you very much, Adam Higgins, who writes on politics for the Irish Sun. Much more to come. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.